1: new shows every day find us at the hockey podcast or wherever you get your podcasts from
0: What do you advise? Hello! And welcome to Tales with TR, episode 189A. Good to be back with you. I'm your host, Terry Ryan Jr. A lot of people are asking me, why A and B? Well, for those just tuning in for the first time, thereabouts, or thereabouts... um, I don't know. I uh, Because at the very beginning, I don't even really remember. I hate listening to myself on tape, contrary to popular belief. And uh, it's hard for me to go back and listen to anything that I've done in the past, let alone like years, plural, in the past. So when I started this pod, I seem to remember it was going on forever. Like I'd either, I'd give an intro and then I'd have a guest. And I was doing that twice a week and that got a bit monotonous and tiring so then I was doing the one but it was long so my intro would be like an hour an hour and a half and then I'd have a guest I believe and then I just thought why not split it up Why not come and have a little chat earlier in the week and have an interview later in the week how am I going to do that a and b so I appreciate someone sent me a message the other day. You know, thank or congrats on 180 whatever podcasts, and it's a long time to get there. I appreciate that, but I, I wouldn't know what the real number is, and I don't even know when I started doing it like this. Probably like number 70 or 80. Uh, I don't know. However many weeks or in a year, I do two a week. I've been doing them for yeah. So I, I don't know. I guess we're at probably 300 or or more which it doesn't really matter, does it? How many I've had, how many podcasts I've had. It's easier to organize too, right? 189 A, 189 B. So B, by the way, by the way, I was going to have Jeremy Roenick tomorrow. I keep saying that. I went on his pod and he was like just great. And we spoke afterwards. We had lots of friends in common. I'd met him before, but you know, this, this time we had a real meaningful conversation. Not that we didn't. I met him at the Moncton Hockey Heroes last last uh, year. That was at the beginning of June, and that's a great weekend. You get drafted to a local team. They they bid money all year, right? They bid to get in. I think there's 20 teams, and they all raise money. If, whoever raises the most gets to pick first, right down to number 20. So we all like it was a lot of ex mostly ex players, not not just guys, girls. <clears throat> that's where. I, uh, people think I, I mean, I knew Tessa a little bit, but I got to know Tessa, Bonham um, even though she's on Shorzy, more at Moncton than anything, because, uh, because um, we don't generally cross paths on Shorzy. She just comes in for the one or two days, does her work. And we're usually not in that scene. Well, never have been yet. So it's like RA, when he comes to Shorzy, he's, you know, he's in there doing his thing with Tessa. You know, I CRA. We got pictures from Shorzy set because he goes out of his way to like come across town into our hotel. We'll go out for a steak dinner or whatever. Uh, Tessa lives in Ontario, so she normally just drives back. Um, anyway, uh, why am I speaking? Why am I? Oh, for JR. So I met him there, but there's a lot of people around, a lot of noise and good noise, positive noise. But certainly didn't get into depth about my career or his, even though I knew most about his. But uh, we do have a lot of good friends in common, and and especially Greg Bird Dog Smith, who I've talked about here on often. So I will get JR on, but here's the reason I didn't. told you guys I'm going to Banff. I thought Banff was this Saturday, and today I said, you know what? I I keep forgetting, and I got so many messages over the last few days that my next couple of trips are buried. I was going – I know I'm going to Banff now. I know I'm going to Fort St. John, B.C., February 23rd to the 25th. Right, I, I knew that much. Now I'm going to the NHL All-Star game next weekend. I'm not with my fucking skates on. Let's not get carried away here. It's a nice story and everything, but no. I'm going, though, with the alumni to, to do some q and I'm going to have my dad with me, a couple of good buddies. Uh, so I'm looking forward to that. Then the weekend after that now, I'm going to, well, Orlando with Penny Lane. And I was going to do that anyway, but now the Orlando... Solar Bears want me to, I think, drop a puck or whatever. We, we're going to figure that out. But I used to play in Orlando for the Seals. It was briefly a period where it was the Seals. But we won the uh, we won the President's Trophy, I think it was called, the Atlantic Coast Hockey League. Then it all, it all uh, blended into the East Coast League. But at that time, there was an East Coast League, an Atlantic Coast League, and a West Coast League. Uh, and I played in Boise and Colorado in the West Coast League and then in Orlando in the East Coast League. Or, sorry, Atlantic... Jesus Christ, it's confusing for anybody. Um, But then it all just blended together. Like when I played in the coast, East Coast League briefly, um, there, there was only like 16 teams right now. There's like, I guess, 30 or whatever. So they all, a lot of the minor league teams just kind of amalgamated. Is that the word? I believe. So either way, either way. And now I think that's why it's the ECHL because there's the East Coast represented. I think they've they've dropped the East Coast Hockey League actual name. I think it's the ECHL. I could be wrong on all of this, but you're going to have to do your research because I think I'm right. And I think I'm right enough not to waste your guys' time with searching it up. Um, So... Anyway, yeah, so now I just found out this morning my old teammate, Tyler Gale, played with here, a good friend, moved to Alberta. Now he's a police officer, Tyler, RCMP. Tyler reminded me, said, you know, you're speaking on Thursday at our event. I said, Jesus, I thought I was leaving on Friday. So it's a good thing. Anyway, so I talked to the powers that be, and I'm flying out. If you're in the area, I will be in Banff pretty early arrive at like noon Um, being in that you know we're three and a half hours ahead of Alberta so you gain that time on the way out which which is all right so I'm going to get a good sleep tonight and I hope to get in tomorrow and be refreshed and I know a lot of it's going to be a lot of Q&A and signing and things like that and we'll all be part of the uh, we're all part of the hockey world so if you'd like to come shoot the shit a little bit um, whatever it might be. Well, that's the reason I'm going. The technical reason I'm going is because I'm speaking on Thursday, I have nothing written yet whatsoever. Uh, but at this point I could just kind of get up there and wing it because I usually do Q and a cause some people want Montreal stories. Some people want spit and chiclet stories. Some like my books. Some now are going to want to talk about the growlers and a whole lot of people are going to want to talk about Sudbury, blueberry bulldogs and, uh, all things Teddy Hitchcock so in like recent now I've always done public speaking to some degree but for those asking yeah the next like three four months just filled up in the last week you can imagine why which is great I'm looking forward to it but at the last, the next weekend that I'm here in Newfoundland now will we'll be well into April well into April if not later um, so yeah, a lot on the go, but, uh, yeah, so I've often, well, the last one I gave would have been before Christmas, right? So I'll get up there and speak and I might speak about Ted Hitchcock for the full hour and then people will go like, well, what, well, you know, I, I wanted to know about like your last NHL shift or what it was like to fight Tide Omi, or, uh, you know, um, what was the writing process right in the book? Um. What kind of a guy is biz? Nasty. You know, so... And it's hard for me. It used to be, you know, speak about my experience in Montreal. Good, bad, and ugly. And uh, now, I guess, when things have branched out over the last few years, and especially with the last week, I know a lot of people are probably going to want to hear about the game I played um, with the Newfoundland Growlers. So, A, if you're looking to book me, um... Book me. If you're looking to book me, what a fucking cocky comment that sounded. But I don't have a PR person, which is a bit of a problem because I don't know where to lay the prices. I have an idea, and you know the way I approach it. These are all fan. Like I, I I don't have that kind of go-getter. Like I walk in to buy a car and I walk out and I paid more than the sticker price. You know, like I, I hate even. Charging people extra money for books that I sign, um, so negotiating for me to speak is probably not. It shouldn't be in my hands. It should be in somebody else's. But uh, anyway, that's a first world problem if I've ever heard one. But 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 anyway, if you're looking to book, if you're interested in me coming for an appearance or a golf game or some of these are speeches, some are just like go on the ice. One guy's um, group is having me up, and they're raising money for their hockey team. They're they're going to Europe. It's a beer league team, but they're having a laugh, whatever, right? A bunch of guys in their 30s and 40s. And anyway, they're like, I said, what do you want me to do? They're like, I don't know, just come play hockey with us. Like, play hockey? I said, you got to want me to do something. They're like, no, I don't know, read the starting lineup or something before. Like, whatever. We'll figure it out when you get here. But I said, this is my price? They said, yeah, we figured as much. Fuck it. (laughs) So I said, okay. Mm. Now they're going to buy a bunch of... uh, Sudbury Blueberry Bulldogs jerseys, you know, on their own dime or whatever, and I'll sign them and do a live kit. So, I mean, if it works for everybody, you know, I'll bring a couple of old sticks, maybe a pair of skates that I used on the show or something and auction them off. So if everybody wins, I don't mind. But anyway, yeah, it starts a, a long bunch of, uh, a, a long winter, if you if you would, of traveling now, which I don't mind either. You know, Winter, as much as I love hockey, one of the reasons I love hockey is because it takes my mind off the freezing cold, man, in the winter. Um, That's it. I know I'm Canadian. I'm proudly Canadian. I love where I come from. I love where I live. I love Canada and, more specifically, Newfoundland. It's why I live here, um, where probably a few more opportunities, at least now, would be off the island. But my daughter's here. She loves it. It's a great place to grow up. My my friends are, I can't imagine just moving somewhere like LA or something and not having my buddies. Like, you know, it's still bliss for me is watching tunes. There you go. Playing tunes with the boys on Friday night, going down to George street, listen to some live music, maybe, uh, you know, buttering up some female acquaintances, uh, I mean that in a good way, you know. Guys and girls come together, and uh, who knows? I don't. You know. You know what I'm saying. Um, I, I just like my weekends, my weeks. I, I I like living here. I like living in Newfoundland. I like living in Canada, but it's it's awfully cold, and the winters can be long. And you know, it's not just the cold. It's like. It's getting better now, but like, you know, fuck, they're around Christmas. It's like dark, getting dark at like 3.30. You know, it's like pitch black at like five. Like, what the fuck? It can be depressing. So in an ideal world, now I can do this pod from wherever and I make a sufficient amount of money. I I don't know where I'm going to go with this. I'm not the best marketer or anything. I'm certainly not well off by many means any means. And I really had Teddy Hitchcock was great that it came along because I was way in the hole, like you wouldn't believe to the tune of like six figures well into. So I'm enjoying my life. Now I get this small little place and I'm going to keep it. I'm, I got extra money in my pocket. I want to travel. And I thought about it. I'm like, you know, I fucking hate the winter so much outside of hockey. Um, you know, it'd be nice to know that, say, I'd be in nice weather for like part of November or December, like two weeks during that time and maybe two weeks now. And I thought about it, you know, you can get Airbnb, like it's not that expensive being in that I can do the pod from there, right? And I do have sponsorship money and things per podcast, so I'm, even though it comes later, I get paid by the quarter, every three months, but still, it's manageable. You know, to go down there and, and set a certain amount, you know, just get. I don't need anything extravagant either. I mean, like it wouldn't matter at all. Like a, a room with a bed, that's really it. As long as it's not in a slum, I'm not worried about my life. I would never go down and get something big or like just location. Can I walk out? Is there sandy beaches around? Is there sand? Is there palm trees? Is there? Doesn't that be palm trees? I guess. But is the weather nice? right? Is the weather nice? That's it. Throw on shorts and slides and walk out the door and do what I'm going to do for two weeks in the late fall, two weeks in the winter. I'm good. I don't see any reason why I can't do that. Um, the biggest one now, I guess, would be my daughter. She can come with me for half that if she wants. Um, it's just to know that that trip's coming, you know, to break it up a little bit. Now, the things I have on hand in the next three months, here's where I'll be. I'll be in, being that they're not like warm tropical places, but it's just nice to travel. Um, I'll be in Banff, then the NHL All Star weekend in Toronto, then the week after that, Orlando, the week after that, Fort St. John, BC. Uh, The week after that, Halifax. One of those weekends in there, I forgot it's Brockville. I'll be in Brockville. So stay tuned. That's outside of Ottawa, Ontario. I'll be in Binghamton, New York, Hershey, Pennsylvania, um, Chicago, March 23rd, 24th, 25th. I think there actually maybe 24th, 25th, 26th. There's a game either on the 25th or 26th, and um going to be there for that. Um. Oh, what was the other one? Anyway, I forget. If if you're in or around any of those places and you want a signed book, or that doesn't have to be about making money, if you just want a signature, you want to have a hockey chat, that's great. As I've often said on here, it's way easier for me and better for you if I was to meet and have a chat in person. Those uh, I try to answer all my DMs, man. It gets really, it gets, it gets tiring. It really, really does. I fuck another first world problem, but you know go on there and at this point over the years, right, like people will see Shorzy or and I'm probably talking to you now um, or my podcast and, and lend some support. So I've always gotten back to those people, even if it takes a while, like whatever, you know, I'm a nobody. I'll get back to these people. They're nice enough to follow along. Well, when things like Shorzy then happen and this last week, right, I realized I've opened that door to like thousands of people. So I'm not kidding you. People go, wow, what, what, weren't they just in your message requests? I haven't even touched on those yet, right? And I say, I'm, I'm nearly done, like, but that's what happened, right? I opened that door, so then, like, thousands of people were in my DMs, right? And then I get back to them oh, thanks, man. I hate to just go, like, 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 like some fucking robot. So I get back. Look, thanks a lot. means me, me, means a lot to me. Appreciate it. But then they'll get back to me. No, really? Like, and then, so it's like this fucking cycle. So I was sitting there, like, with Penny and I said, I don't see how I'm going to get to the bottom of these but I, I people are nice enough to follow along how do I just send them a fucking you know a picture of a beer's cheersing or whatever you know so it's a real like dichotomy of of, of the mind is that, it it's it's just uh it's it's a it's a catch 22 that's a better way to put it um, because the more you answer then the more Bigger they get. And I was going to bed like with more messages than I woke up with. And it's only well wishers I get. Well, not only. I had like a few hundred. You'd be surprised, man. Yeah, a few hundred going, look, uh, good game. My daughter's selling this, or my friend has this and wants this. And yeah, man. So I started to, I felt bad, man. So I started to go, okay, like here's the, and I was like, Three or four hundred dollars in going I, I can't do this to everybody that requests I mean I I know that something great happened to me but you know I I, I can't and they're like well just post it and I'd say well I, I got so many requests of this I, I can't just post 300 requests for, for for fundraising you know or then then my whole then my 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 brand or if you want to call it that but my, my, my posts then lose integrity now people are pissed off, and and I know that might sound selfish, but when it goes by the hundreds, it's hard, right? You just got to kind of turn that off. Maybe maybe that's why I need someone helping me out with the PR thing because um, I just find it hard. So that, that's why they're hard for me because, uh, you know, I formed these relationships with people that I've never met, and there's just a plethora of them when something nice happens. Now, this isn't a fucking complaint, really. I'm I'm explaining to you guys more than anything because I know I'm talking to a lot of you. Now you realize why it takes so long, why I probably won't get back to you for like two or three days. So I'm asking you this. If you see that I'm in Calgary or Banff or Toronto – like so this weekend I'll be in Calgary, Banff tomorrow. Then the next weekend I'm in Toronto. If you're in those areas and you're one of those people that sends me messages – fucking come down and let's have a chat. Let's have a beer or a coffee or a sandwich, whatever you're into. I've reserved that time for it. I'm looking forward to it. And I we both get more out of it if we do it in person anyway, right? So um, anyway, there's that.
1: We know hockey games move fast, but with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL, you can score faster than anything happening on the ice. This week, new customers can bet five bucks and get 200 instantly in bonus bets. With DraftKings, you can bet on any game you want. Whether you want to bet the puck line or the over-under, DraftKings has something for everybody. And if you want, you can throw down on your favorite player as an anytime goal scorer. Or if you're looking for a long-term bet, maybe you want to predict the Stanley Cup champion. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app with promo code THPN, as in the Hockey Podcast Network. New customers bet just 5 bucks on the NHL and get 200 instantly in bonus bets. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook with code THPN. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778 hopeny or text HOPE-NY 369 In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boothill Casino and Resort in Kansas. 21+, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash hockey for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gambling resources. NHL and the NHL Shield are registered trademarks of the National Hockey League. Copyright NHL 2024. All rights reserved.
0: Now, a few of you asked me. I was going to answer some questions. Now, a few of you asked me the same questions came up over and over. So here, first thing. I don't know if I said this last time. If I did, I'm really sorry. But a lot of people ask me the, what was the hardest part about the game, the part that – and a lot of you said, you know, what gave you the most nervous, cold shit – Or ner- what gave you the most nerves, whatever. So it was when I got out there and I had to use new gloves and a new stick because I use my true sticks. I love them. I've been using them for a few years and uh I'm pretty vocal about it at the end of every show um whenever anybody asks me, so I've had the true gloves and the true sticks, okay now the sticks was the big thing because I used warrior and it wasn't quite the same curve well I had to everybody has to use them outside of like three exempts in the East Coast League in the e c h l so yeah, like the in warm up like the puck was was um. It was fluttering off my stick. When I stick handle, the toe was just a little bit different than my regular. And the flex felt, even though it was the same flex, it fucking felt like way whippier. Right? And then I get in the room and the guys are like, yeah, that happens a lot. You know, some of us don't use Warrior. And, uh, you know, they're making us do it. They're not terrible sticks by any means, but we don't use them. And the puck tends to bounce off them more than I'm going well. Are you fucking serious? Does That's not good because every time it bounces off my stick, they're going to say it's because you're 47 years old, right? Anytime I slip my skates, if they're not sharpened the right way, which they were, um, thanks, Gary Dowden, um, and and horns. Um, so, yeah, anyway, that was it. It was, of course, I could break down all the rest of it that you've heard me talked about on chiclets and the um, presser and all that. And if if if, if you want to hear the full breakdown, I guess uh, go to Spit and Chiclets. I, I think I explained most of it, I, although I don't remember what I said because it was a whirlwind last week. Um, a lot of buddies texted me and friends and said, you know, it was, it was a great job on, on, on Chiclets representing your rep, your generation, and your family, and so I, I must have done a decent job of explaining. All, all, of it, and so if you want to hear more in depth about you know how I felt, and 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 you know the the, the vibe in the building, just just listen to that. But the the brass, what's the word? The bare knuckles of it. The, the if you boil it all down to just the physical part and going out there and playing, it was the equipment. <laughs> I don't even normally. You know, if we play shinny, I don't wear shoulder pads. And even in senior hockey, I wear like the tiny one, even in pro. If I was allowed, I would wear those little tiny old school like shoulder pads. Like when I played professionally, more often than not, the shoulder pads I was wearing were from the 70s. So the boys were looking at me like I had 10 heads. They're like, you're not going to wear a fucking nose, are you? They're from the 90s. I said, no, no, they're more like from the fucking 70s. right?" (laughs) But I just fucking hate it. I hate the big clunky ones. I figured it's one game. If I get lit up, I get lit up. I I, want to be comfortable. So anyway, that was probably it. Um, What else? Okay. Okay. I got some questions on what kind of a cook or what kind of a coach Matt Cook is. Um, And a lot of, because he played I guess with tenacity because he was suspended a lot as I recall. Anyway, Uh, a lot of people, a lot of their questions were, had a negative inflection to them. Right. And I got to tell you, man, he was all right. I get, you know, the guys like him, it's one game, but the approach I saw, he was there early. He was very, um, cordial is the wrong word. He was matter of fact with me. And, um, I said he put me on the ice. He didn't have to. The players seem to get great feedback from him. I, I, I don't get the sense that he's the kind of guy that comes in and loses his mind and calls people names and stuff. I I don't know. He's pretty early in his coaching career. Guys, I'm sure he's going to learn a lot. But from what I saw, a very good communicator. He knows the game, of course. I mean, he played it at a high level for a long, long time. and. There are players that play that way that I don't really think off the ice they might reflect that. I don't know. Maybe Brad Marchand is, Mar- Marchand is one. I mean, I've never been a huge fan, you know, when he's licking faces and things, but I've warmed up to him. Um, and he's, I mean, he's wearing the captain for Bruins, a historic organization with lots of sane-minded team people, So, you know, I know he says the odd... Look, yeah, I I have nothing against Marshawn. He'd piss me off if I played against him. I'd probably go at him. But there's lots of guys like that. Um, Sean Avery different. I I don't really know. I I want to find somewhere in my heart to like this guy. Um, He was good to my friend BJ before BJ passed away. They were in the same organization. Uh, A few years ago, I can't remember what it was. Something happened. Um... I don't remember. I might have posted something, but he reached out to Danielle, my ex-wife, BJ's ex-wife, and said, you know, Danielle met him in our Adirondack, and he sent a nice message. How you doing? I Hope Tyson's doing well. Whatever it was, she showed me. And it was the first time I'd seen a level of humanity to him. I, I, I don't know. I'd love to say I know the guy more. I met him at Brad Richards Golf Tournament one year. He seemed okay. But, you know, from the comment about sloppy seconds to the, just some of the stories I hear in the dressing room, and I'm not a huge fan, okay? I was kind of, but again, I could be wrong. So take from that what you will. I'm not an authority on that subject of, of Sean Avery. He appears to me to be a bit of a jackass, but I'm sure he appears that to a lot of people, and he doesn't care. And there's got to be something to be said about that, too. He's definitely is. I thought it was all a show at first, but it's certainly not, is it? <laughs> I mean, fuck. Um, just given a lot of the videos that have cropped up the last few years, he's definitely the same off the ice as he was on, or similar. Take that or leave it. Um, but Matt Cook, you know, he just seemed to me like a an ex-player... Um, who's in the early days of, of coaching that wants to make a career out of it and is committed to it. And, uh, I didn't hear anybody that had anything bad to say. I don't know them from Adams, so they weren't holding things back because I was there. Um, you know, they guys tend to like playing here and, uh, they generally like Matt Cook. I, I, I wish I could have a better answer for you, but it was only one game. And, yeah, the guy seemed like a true professional. I got the same question about Adam Pardy, who's the assistant coach. Now, Pards, I do know. Now, me and Pards hang out when, in the summer. We're often not talking hockey. You know what I mean? Like, I've known him a long time, as I know the rest of the guys I mentioned on the team. Um, James Malindi, you know, they're cut from the same cloth. D-men that came from the Quebec League. Um, Adam really turned it on. I, I don't remember Adam. I, I knew who he was because I watched locally, and he was big locally. But Adam Party, I, I don't think, left here with, with with people expecting him to have such a long NHL career. I mean, he really came into his own as he got older. I would say late bloomer, I suppose. But if you knew Pards growing up and you watched him, he was already really good. I, I think just national attention, and then like making the National Hockey League. I'm not going to say I expected it. It definitely didn't surprise me. It definitely didn't surprise me. No. Um, and, you know, he's a true professional as well. A lot of people don't realize Adam Party came back here and played. The, the first year the Growlers played, the Newfoundland Growlers the team I just played for, right? 1819 I believe it was. So it's five years now. But they won it. Right? They won it that first year. And Party was on the team. I don't think if he wasn't living here and the growlers didn't exist, he wouldn't be flying all over to play in the ECHL. I think he did the hometown team team a favor. It was nice to play here, and he did a great job. Uh, So much so that they won the championship, and Brad's getting into coaching now, but there's a few years there. I, I believe he was in management. He was doing a few other things around, like locally. Just a great person all around. And pards you could be in the room with pards for three hours. And if you're not like bringing up hockey, you you would never know that he played in the NHL. He wouldn't bring it up. Very, I I won't say like ultra quiet, but definitely quieter than me. And is as down to earth as a human gets, NHL or not. Okay, another question. Tr, do you think Zach O'Brien is going to make the NHL. Zach's a little old now, guys. Uh, It wouldn't have surprised me if he did. He's still got some of the best hands around. He's one of the best offensive players in the history of Newfoundland hockey. There's no doubt. I wish I had his mitts. Uh, For those that don't know, look it up. Zach played four years in the queue, and I I think he led it the last year or came real close. And he only had two penalty minutes in all those years. Now, I used to get on him, but penalty minutes aren't as big a part of the game really now, so that's probably a bonus um, he did play in the American League. He does have a Calder Cup. Like, he won a championship in the American League on business team. A lot of people don't realize that. Manchester. But he's playing here on a deal with the... Look at last year when Zach got called up to the Marlies. I believe he had, like, a point a game. Right? He could be playing in the A. He started overseas. Now, he gets a good deal here at home, I believe. He likes playing in front of hometown fans. But Zach O'Brien is not an ECHLer. He's a top-tier European player or an American leaguer at, at minimum. And I think with the odd break here and there, I do think, but the thing about Zach, he's definitely playing on the first two lines. He's not like Clark Bishop, another guy from here, or, or Ryan Clough, legend from here, or Danny Cleary, who left as scorers, but adapted... And there was an element to their game that was desirable for a third or fourth line. I, I don't see that with Zach. But with Zach, I will say, take all those guys and with no disrespect to them, Zach is at least as offensive. Like, this guy's fucking lights out. I skate. I played ball hockey with him for years, you know, on, on high-level stuff. Like, we lost in the final fucking five times. It, it, I got six silvers. Zach was on five of those. Uh, in the summertime, Zach skates with us all summer. I've watched him since day one. He was one of the leading scorers in Newfoundland when he was 17. They went to like the Telus Cup final. The midget Canada, like unheard of for Newfoundland. Um, just all, oh, look at his numbers. Just his offensive output is fucking mesmerizing. The guy, we skate in the summer, man. They all come back and... If you're talking pure offense, then there's not much better than Zach, you know, I don't know, Teddy Purcell, Harold Druken. with no disrespect to all the great Newfoundland hockey players, and guys like Tony White in the 70s had 30 in the fucking NHL, man. 28, was it, Tony? So I'm not downplaying any of that. It's fucking fantastic. Ryan Klo has way underrated hands. You guys wouldn't believe how good his hands are. You really wouldn't. I think you'd probably expect it with Teddy Purcell, but Ryan Klo you, you'll think of him as a meat and potatoes, two-way grind. Yeah, he did that because he was a team guy, and, and he knew what it took to win, but Ryan Klo holy fuck, his hands. Lights out. Well, Zach is up there like that. Um, Jordan Escott, lights out hands, right? The boys just didn't have that. And Jordan's down there now playing on the third and fourth line as a left winger. I love it. I mean, there's my story, and then look up this guy. He just walked on last year with the Growlers. This is his second year with them. As as a He played 10 years of senior. Now, we all knew he could have gone and could have turned pro in 2013. He chose not to. He's got a company back here that's very successful. But there's another one now. I don't think he has that element that Cleary, Clough, um, Clark Bishop, Colin Greening is another one. Left home as a scorer, played a, what, a decent little career in the NHL, two-way right, hit, played defensively. He has to drop the mitts. wasn't the big biggest thing, but got Ryan Klo dropping in the mitts. Watch out! Watch out! He fight the heavyweights um, and do well. Um, but anyway, there's just a few of our Newfoundland players that have come out. So um, whoever asked that, get your name and um, just take it from me. Zach is one of the best. And if if he wasn't on the Newfoundland Growlers in some crazy world where he got traded to Rapid City or something, I I, I believe he'd just go back and play overseas or you know give another shot at the American League or whatever. But he's definitely good enough for a higher level. There's no doubt about that. Some people wondering what the attendance is like here in the uh, ECHL in Newfoundland. It's uh, pretty good, man. It's pretty good. Like there's definitely the odd sellout because I go to a lot of the games. And uh, one recently was was sold out. And uh, even the game that I played, it was a Sunday. And it was close to a sellout. And I'm sure I brought some people in, but it wouldn't have been a ghost town. No, like we have a good – what often happens, right, the teams come in for three games at a time. So by the Sunday game, not only is it Sunday, you know, by nature a day that a lot of people don't attend hockey, but it's the third of three against the same team. So it might get a little tiring or whatever, but often the one of the first two games are uh, are a sellout, and we always have a good following. There's a buzz around town. You're downtown in the bars or whatever, how the boy's doing – You know, is uh, Adam Daw playing tonight? Um, You know, is how's Skirving doing? Is he, uh, he's Skirving, my good buddy too, not from here, but from uh, Ontario, Todd Skirving. You know, you'll get a buzz like that in Newfoundland. Like a little, on a relative level, like not unlike you'd see in the NHL, right? Certainly not a buzz like Austin Matthews would get on a game day going for the record in Toronto. But, you know, if, Zach O'Brien is on a point streak or um, Todd Skirving's looking for his 20th goal or, you know, there might be a little bit of a buzz downtown or in and around town about that. Right. That's the kind of city we got here. So when it comes to supporting hockey, I don't remember even. Oh, someone asked me about the attendance and uh, the jerseys. A lot of people are asking me where they can get a Ryan Growlers jersey by. I don't know. You'd probably have to email the Growlers. I don't have anything to do with that. Um, I think it's as easy as ordering a Growlers jersey and, and getting the letters um, printed on there embroidered on there. Um, so uh, now, so as far as the guest, I don't know. Again, guys, I was going to have JR tomorrow and now I'm flying out to go to Alberta. But I'm going to take my computer and, uh, you know, I'll be there all day tomorrow and then all day Thursday, and I'm not leaving until like afternoon on Friday. So I'm going to have a great guest for you, I promise. I just don't know who, to, who it's going to be yet. Um, but thanks for tuning in once again to everybody that's been following for the last little bit. It's been a whirlwind in my life, but uh, one that I welcome with open arms. And it's been a lot of, well, of course, I mean, it's been a lot of fun. More than anything, it's that positive vibe of talking to some ex-teammates that I haven't talked to in a long time. That If there was a favorite part of all this, it was like getting reconnected with people that I just never, ever thought that I would come across again, right? And a lot of them aren't on social media, but guys on social media and girls I've been reconnected with for years. Um. That's one thing, but you know, people might have seen the story on CBC National or whatever and found out my email through somebody or maybe called one of my buddies and sent a message through them. Anyway, I'll. Uh, that has been awesome. That part of the ride has been awesome because I'm an only child and each and every teammate, some more than others, but felt like a brother. Right at some point, so it's nice to hear from them. Some people that were very important in my life, talk to every day for the year we played together, and then you just lose touch, especially in this day and age of less phone calls and more social media DMs, and if you don't have social media, well, it ain't easy, being a cheesy. Mm. Now, a lot of you asked, last question, what book I'm reading, Humans, A Brief History of How We Fucked It All Up by Tom Phillips. I'm holding it up now if you're on YouTube. that I'll be done that by the time I get back from BAMP. It's the second time through. It's a great read. Um, and it's a look at history that's entertaining. It doesn't feel like you're taking a history course in university or being bored to death by some lecture in high school. It's... Uh, Yeah, it's just a a great read and you'll learn something in the process. Thanks for listening. Uh, If you're downtown St. John's, Newfoundland, you want to have a beer, go to the Bull and Barrel. Go to Trinity Pub. Try TJ's Pub. Why not Rob Roy Confusion? Why not the Martini Bar or Greensleeves Pub? And of course, if you're going to have a bite to eat, try it at Merchant Tavern, Blue on Water or Loose Tie. Loose Tie is up and coming as one of the best restaurants in Atlantic Canada. Check it out for yourself. Peter Wedgwood, Wedgwood Cafe, Elizabeth Avenue. They also do catering. Peter Wedgwood. Check it out. If you're looking to get an oil change, two locations for Mr. Lube in St. John's, Newfoundland. One is on Cameron Road, one's on Torbay Road. Live, laugh, lube. Power conditioning, rope walk lane, strength and balance for the body and mind. Ryan Power, power conditioning. Check it out. Pippo Pain Relief, the pain sticks that just don't quit. PippoPainRelief.com. Check that out. See what all the fuss is about. And, of course, True Hockey, take what's yours. Thanks to my friends at True Hockey, Corey Gregory. And thanks to you guys for tuning in. I'll be back in just a couple of days with another great guest and some more Tales with TR. Thanks again. Catch you on the rebound.